Well, hello, friends. My name is Abby Wilson. I serve as the Director of Guest Services. Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. I am so glad you are joining us today as we continue on in our Advent series. I know you've heard it multiple times if you've been listening along, but we have been following and going through as a church family, Louis Giglio's Advent study, Waiting Here for You. And it's the tagline is an Advent journey of hope. And so we are right in the middle of the week before Christmas. If you are listening to this live, then it is December 21st. We are four days away. We are busy, busy prepping for our Christmas Eve services here at New Vision. Again, if you're listening live, we would love to have you join us for Christmas Eve services. We've got services um, on that Saturday, December 24th at 1230 to 3.30 and 5 o'clock, and then we will have online Christmas Day services streaming at our normal service times, but you can also watch it just throughout the day, whatever whatever works for your family. So we, like I said, I'm so glad you're joining us. I hope you've been listening along as we continue on in our study. Today, um, while we are on day 18 of this podcast, of this Advent journey, we're in day 19 of the Advent book. So if you have the, the Advent book, that we've been doing, waiting here for you, and you've been following along. The the scripture and the day that I'm going to be reviewing is actually day 19 in the book, and the title of it is it says Jesus is our feast. I'm on page 90 in that book. If if you want to follow along, so we're going to read some scripture. I'm going to give you a couple thoughts, and then we'll be on our way. So let's go ahead and dive in together. The scripture for today is John chapter 6, verses 35 through 40. And I'm going to be reading this from the NIV um, because that's what's used here in the in the Advent book. And so if you are reading along, I want it to make sense to you. So let's go ahead and read these, these couple verses together again. John chapter 6, verses 35 through 40. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day." This is the word of the Lord. So in Louis's reflection on page 91 of this, the very first line stood out to me. He says, Jesus doesn't just give you what you need. Jesus is what you need. I, I think back, even as I was just reading that scripture, um, right in the middle, it says, all those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. I will never. There is power in that word, never. There is freedom in that word, never. So as as Louis said, Jesus doesn't just give you what you need. Jesus is what you need. I don't know. um, I don't know about you, but when I am in need of something, Jesus isn't always my first go-to. My first go-to is often things um, that that are worldly needs. You know, <clears throat> not not saying that not saying that we don't. You know, we need sleep, we need food, we need nourishment, we need water. 
those are needs. But um, when something internally in me needs to be met, um, I'm not I'm not quick to always go to Jesus first. But that's what this scripture is saying. Jesus is what we need. Jesus is our feast. When we are hungry for for blank, you fill it in for attention, for appreciation, for recognition, for acknowledgement, just of being. Jesus is what will provide that every single time. He will never drive you away. And there is there is freedom in that to know that that the Lord loves you. Father God, in fact, loves you so much that he sent Jesus. Jesus says in the scripture, that is why I came down. That is what that is what the Father sent me for. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And the will of him who sent Jesus, God, is for us to be with him. That is his will for us to accept him as our savior and as our Lord and to be with him. And that is what Jesus was sent to do. And he did it for everyone. He didn't just do it for the Israelites. He didn't just do it for the disciples. He didn't just do it for the people that he was in relationship with when he was here on earth. He did it for everyone, for generations upon generations upon generations. What a gift, y'all. As we are, like I said, days away from the Christmas season, maybe you're all wrapped and ready or, or maybe you've still got a little shopping to do. But when you think about the gifts that you give, I know for me, I try and be intentional. You know, I don't just, some people do, but I just, I don't go like just on a shopping spree. I try and be really intentional and thoughtful with the gifts that I give. I want it to be something that's going to be cherished. Um, really appreciated or needed or something that someone really wants. Um, I try and be really thoughtful about that. And I think about how excited I get when the gift that I have given is appreciated, when they're like, oh my goodness, this is perfect. I needed this. This is exactly what I wanted. Um, especially in my kids, especially I've got a, a young daughter. She's 18 months old, but especially my son, he's six and a half. And just the joy and appreciation that he has when he opens something that he wants. Um, I'm not going to give it away, but there's something that he's getting on Christmas morning that, that I know he's going to love and he's, he's going to express his gratitude for that. Um, my goodness, Think about how excited God would get if we would all accept the gift that he has given us in the form of Jesus, in the form of someone that took on the wrath of sin, paid our debt so we could do what God intended for us to do, which was to be with him. That is the ultimate gift of Christmas. And, you know, we don't in church world, we don't necessarily gloss over it, but even for me, you know, we, we, this time of year comes every year. It's an annual, it's an annual tradition. It's an annual holiday. It's, and so year after year, we hear these stories. We hear these scriptures. Um, don't let it become routine. Don't let it become habit. I hope that this is refreshing, that, that if you are in relationship with Christ, that today you are reminded that he is what you need. He will satisfy. He will fill your needs. If you are not in Christ, I pray that today you would accept this gift that God has given you. 
on page 92 of this study, there's a meditation. And the one today is actually a song that we sing. Um, it's one that I grew up singing. Um, specifically, the Amy Grant version is what comes to mind. But it's O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, God with us. And so I just want to read this first verse of it. It says, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. And so as we sit in this waiting of life between two advents, the first coming of Christ has happened and we are waiting for the second coming. This can be our prayer that we we sit well in the waiting, that we accept the gift that God has given and that we allow Jesus to fill our soul, to fill our needs with the gift and and the gratitude and and the love and the acceptance that he gives us. I hope you'll have a great day. I hope you have a very merry Christmas and we'll talk to you tomorrow.